Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Despite what you have, despite what's going on, you can sit there and with your mouth begin to confess. Faith is voice activated. There's power in your words to release life. I said it's so stern and said pain, you leave right now in Jesus' name. Be gone. It just left and it never, ever came back. And now here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm teaching again on God Won't You Well. I've got a book on this, I've got a study guide, CDs, DVDs. We've got a special little offer. This thing has 12 of my series on here. And all of them have to do with healing to some degree or another. We've got healing journeys. Uh, there's eight volumes of that of videos of people being interviewed and talking about their miraculous healing. And then for those of you that just want to get everything you can, I've literally got 60 hours worth of teaching in what we call Healing University. And this is not only me, but it's uh, instructors from our Bible school also. Pastor Dwayne Sheriff is on there. We've got Healing Journeys videos are on there, and it's... We've just got enough material that I guarantee you, if you were to get all of this, I think it'd be impossible for you to stay sick. And God sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. That's what the Bible says in Psalms 107 20. So we've already given an introduction about how important this is. And you get hold of this, it's going to produce healing in you. You know, in the 24th chapter of the book of Matthew, Jesus was talking about the end times, and he said there would be famines and earthquakes and pestilences. You know, this is part of the end day that we are going to see things happen in this cold. COVID, COVID, uh, pandemic that we've had. Did you know 99% of the people who get that recover from it? Compared to pandemics that we've had in the past, like the Spanish 
flu and okusinzira kubirwadde byali wokko mu myaka jayitanga spanish flu uh, on and on you could go talking about the plague in the mid ngawe yongedde yongo ogendo yogera kubirwadde rwadde bibaddewo middle ages and stuff this has not been severe and yet look how it's shaken the world and Jesus said that in the last days there was going to be plagues coming you need to learn how to walk in health you need to learn how to walk free from fear. And there's a lot in the Word of God about this. So this is what I'm teaching on. So to me, here's, here's the beginning place of learning how to receive healing from God. And the first thing, the thing that's most important to me is you have to believe that it is God's will for you to be well. And one of the ways that that was established in my life through studying the scripture I found out that it was a part of the atonement of what Jesus came to do. Now, I know that that's easy to say, and some people think, well, I don't agree with that. Now, I'm going to show you scripture, and if you let the Bible affect what you believe, I think you will have to come to the conclusion that it is God's will for you to be well. That it's a part of what Jesus died to produce in his atonement. Here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, it says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, According to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. So the key to all of this is that you have to ask according to his will. And this has been a stumbling block to some people because they think, well, you just can't know what the will of God is. And so they will end nearly every prayer with, Lord, if it be your will, heal me. If it be your will, prosper me. If it be your will, do this. That is a total misrepresentation of things. God's word is his will. And God's word reveals that healing is a part 
of the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eranga echigambo chechira ganti okuonyezewa chitundu chitundu nyo kumulimo gwamuleta okumaliriza wanokunsi. If you pray and ask for healing but then put if it be your will on there. Gwebo sabangero sabira kuonyezewa noteka konti wekuba kwagala kuo. Then you have just voided this. Echitegeza anti binobyo nabyo nobo bibuse. What there's many principles. Nti wali wenno no nnyinjiko. Man there's so much it's hard for me to cram all of this into one broadcast. Binji nyo era sinza kubiwunzika byonna mukuyigiriza kumukoka. That's why we've got all of these product that we're offering. But it says over in Mark chapter 11 verse 24 it says whatsoever things you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now let me just suggest that you cannot believe that you're receiving in context we're talking about healing. You can't believe that you are receiving your healing when you pray if you put if it be your will on there. That just opens it up to where I don't know if you want to do this or not. But if it's your will, do it. Did you know that this is a misapplication of what Jesus prayed in the garden? People will say, well, Jesus prayed and said, Lord, if it's your will. Uh, let this cup pass from me. No, he said, if it's possible. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That wasn't just saying, God, I don't know if you want me to die. You want me to provide salvation and healing, deliverance through my death on the cross. I don't know if this is what you want me to do or not, but if it's your will, let me do it. Some other way. No, that's not what he said. He knew what God's will was, but he hated the thought. Of becoming sin so much. And he knew that all things were possible to God. He says, God, is there any other way? If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But then he turned right around and he says, not my will, but your will be done. That was a prayer of submission and commitment to God. I want your will 
more than I want my will. No kwe wa yo erika tonda nti njagala nyo kwa galako no kusingi dadalo kwangi. He was expressing his hatred. Yari ageza kukunyonyola buchayibwe. The way that he hated to become sin. O buchayibwe yari na I believe that the physical suffering was a part of it. But I believe that the spiritual part where it says in 2 Corinthians 521, He became sin for us who knew no sin. I believe that that was much worse than just the physical. Not to make light of the physical suffering at all. But the thing that really uh, burdened Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane was the thought of literally taking the sin. The corruption of not only one person, but the entire human race no kuonona, siku wa mtu wa muye kaa, na yoku obu tondebo na wonobu wa mtu. Into his own body on the tree. Mumubiri gwe kumusalaba. Man, that was terrible. And so he says, God, I don't want this. Echo chari chivinyo, iranga agamanti katonda chino sicha agala. He hated the thought of doing it, but Yachawa nendo oza eyo kuchikola, na ye He wanted God's will more than he wanted his will. Yayagala nyo okwagala kwa katonda no kusinga okwagala kwe. He wanted you and me Yayagala gwe nange more than he wanted his own physical life and to preserve his life. He loved us more than he loved himself. And so when he said, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. That wasn't if it's your will. I don't know what you want me to do. Because right after he got through praying, and he knew that God said there's no other way. This is the way that salvation has to come. He turned right around to his disciples and he said, the feet of them that betrayed me are here at hand. And he went right out knowing that crucifixion and death and then the ultimate resurrection and victory over death was the way that God was going to accomplish it. He wasn't saying, God, I don't know what your will is. Whatever your will is, that's what I want. You can't pray that way. God's word is his will. And it says, if we ask anything according to his will, Will. We know that he hears us. What is his will? It's the word. And I'm going to be showing you scriptures from the word of God that if you believe the Bible, 
It will show you that God wills for you to be well. So if you pray according to this word, then you know that he hears you. And then whatsoever you ask, you know that you have the petitions that you've desired of him. And again, put that together with Mark 11:24. When you pray, you have to believe you receive when you pray. Not when you see it. A person who says, God, if it's your will, heal me, and then they just sit there wondering. Wondering, and if things get worse, they say, well, it must not be God's will because I prayed if it be your will. If they get better, they say, well, it must have been God's will for me to be healed. That's not the way that you do this. That's not believing you receive when you pray. The only way you can believe that you receive. Like say for instance, if your body is hurting and you say, Father, I believe it's your will for me to be well. And so I pray and I believe and I receive right now and then your body still hurts but you believe that you receive when you pray not when you feel all of the pain leave not when the doctor verifies it but you believe that you receive when you pray the only way you can pray that way, the way that Jesus told us to pray, is if you know that it's God's will. And you know that when you receive from God, it comes from the Spirit first. And you receive this supernatural healing in the Spirit first, and then it comes out into your physical body. Did you know it's really the same as Salvation, the initial born-again experience where you receive forgiveness of sins. When you pray and ask the Lord to forgive you, did you know that your physical body doesn't change immediately? The moment you get born again, the moment you make Jesus your Lord and he comes into your life, you've got the promise that this physical body is going to change. You've got the promise that you will know all things even as also you are known. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 
But did you know that your body and your soul don't just instantly change? The change took place in your spirit. This is what 2 Corinthians 5.17 says. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's not talking about in your body. Your body isn't new. If you were a man before you were saved, you'll still be a man after you get saved. If you were a woman, you'll still be a woman. If you were tall, you'll still be tall. If you were fat, you'll still be fat. Unless you go on a died. Your physical body doesn't change. Your mind, your emotions, your will, it doesn't instantly change when you get born again. So what's left? Over in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, he's praying a prayer that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. So the scripture teaches that we got three parts. Your body doesn't instantly change. Your soul, mental, emotional part doesn't instantly change. The only thing that's left is your spirit. Your spirit is a part of you that is completely changed at the moment that you are born again. And then as you begin to start receiving from this new life that was placed on the inside of you, it changes your thinking, it changes your emotions. It changes your actions. And so your body and your soul begin to start reflecting this, but it doesn't happen just instantly. If you were to pray and say, Oh God, forgive me of my sins. And then you look in a mirror. You're going to look the same as you did before you got saved. If you search your mental, emotional part. You're going to feel the same. Maybe you might feel a release from the guilt and the condemnation. But I mean, you're still going to have the same thoughts. 
you're going to have to renew your mind. And so when you get born again, it happens on the inside and then it works its way out. Into your life. Did you know that the same thing happens with healing? When you pray and believe for a healing, healing doesn't come from the outside in. It comes from the inside out. And you have to believe that you've got it. According to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19, you have the same power on the inside of you that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. But you have to believe it, not when you see it. Again, if you were to make this comparison with the initial forgiveness of sins, did you know when you first get saved, you don't see it in your body, you don't see it in your mind. It's something you see by faith and then it begins to affect your soul and your body as a result. Well, it's the same thing with healing. You have to believe that I've received and that I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Now, my body may not have manifested it yet, but it's in process. I'm getting it through the Spirit. I've got it right now. And you have to be able to say that you are healed even when you don't feel healed, when you don't look healed. You have to believe that you receive when you pray, not when you see it. I've had people come to me before and um, they had all these problems and I pray with them and I say, man, in the name of Jesus, I believe you're healed. And then they'll say something like, all right, I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to get checked out and see if I was healed. Did you know right then I can just say, well, forget it. You didn't believe that you received when you pray. You aren't going to believe that you receive until you can see it, until you can feel it. And I know that there's people watching this program think, well, you're just living in denial. I mean, if... If you're healed, then it would automatically, instantly manifest and everything would be perfect. Man, I'm going to be teaching this in more depth as we go through this. But if you were to look in the 
11th chapter of the book of Mark. Jesus spoke to a fig tree and cursed it and said, No man will ever eat fruit of you hereafter forever. But did you know it was 24 hours later before that tree manifested what Jesus said to it. In other words, they walked into Jerusalem. They walked back the same way. They couldn't tell a difference. But the next day, 24 hours later, that tree that Jesus cursed, was dried up, and it says that it happened from the roots. So do you know what happened? The moment that Jesus spoke, that fig tree was dead. Because that's what it says. Over in the book of Matthew, it records this same instance, and it says anon. That means immediately. The fig tree died. But it wasn't visible that it had died until the next day. It's similar to when you cut a rose off or something like that. You cut it off and put it in water and it looks like that rose is alive, but the moment it's cut off, from that rose bush, that thing is dead. But it'll look alive for a while. It'll take a while for it to lose its petals and to dry up. And it's the same thing. The moment you believe that you receive when you pray, Mark 11:24. Then from that moment, you're healed. That supernatural raising from the dead power is on the inside of you. But it may take a period of time to work its way out into your physical body. And if you're going to wait until you can see it, feel it until the doctor can verify it before you believe, then you didn't do what Jesus said that you have to believe you receive when you pray. You're going to wait until there's the physical proof. You're going to wait until the the uh, fig tree has dried up. But you didn't believe anything happened below ground. But the truth is that if you are in faith, the moment you believe, the moment you speak, the moment you curse that sickness and say, 
I could give you hundreds of examples, and that's not an exaggeration of where I believe for things. And I had it. I knew it was mine. I mean, the doubt was gone. And yet it was a period of time before I saw what I believed. But I don't have the words to describe this, but I just had it. I knew it. It was a done deal. Even when there was no physical evidence. You know, my son in 2001 died and was dead for four hours when I got a call that he was dead and he was in the morgue. They had stripped him naked. They had put a toe tag on him. He was in a cooler in the morgue. Four hours he had been dead and they called me and I said, don't let anybody touch him till we get there. Anyway, my wife and I had to get up and get dressed. It took an hour for us to drive into town. We didn't have cell phones at that time. We didn't know what was going on and I was trying to believe God. I was saying, speaking my faith. But as we drove in, it's a long story. I won't go into the whole thing, but all of a sudden, I knew that I had it. That I had, I believed that I received his resurrection when I prayed. And there was no physical evidence. I couldn't see it. I couldn't, nobody had told me, but I just knew I had it. And I started laughing. After being told that my son was dead, I started laughing and praising God, told Jamie, I said, this is going to be the greatest miracle that we've ever seen. And when we got in to town, my oldest son came out and he said, Dad, I don't know what happened, but five or ten minutes after I called you, Peter just sat up and started talking. Kumi, 
a petero yazu kusena atula butuzi na dengulu and he was raised from the dead era ongazukizidwa okuva mbafu with no brain damage ngatali nabukosefu bonna kubwongo i mean he works for us now kakati atukolera he puts up our led screen he's very smart eranga yatuyambo okuteeka ebirango byafe ku rutimbe atukolera no more brain damage than he had before tali nabukosefu bonna kubwongo eranga bwe yali muntandikwa god raised him from the dead but see i i knew I received when I prayed. Katonda yamuzukizo kuva mubafu eranze namanya ntinalimazokufuna chensabidde. I didn't wait until I got into town and to find out did it work? Sachirinda okutusanga mfunye ntuse muchibuga nga nebuza anti obache nasabidde chatusewo. You have to believe that you receive when you pray. Golinokukiriza ntiofuna bulirwosaba. And I know some of you are fighting the physical pain in your body era manyinti banji kumwe abalwanyi sobulumi mu mibiri jamwe you've got something that you can see or feel ntoline chintu gwe chosobola okulaba era nokuulira and you're saying how can i believe that something is real if i can't see it or if i can't feel it eranga gwe webuza anti nsobola anti okukirize chintu chesirabako chesisobola nakwata ko i've got a lot of teaching on this this is what we're going to be talking about as we go through but this is what faith is. Faith is the ability to see something with the eyes of your heart that you can't see with your physical eyes. How does that kind of faith come in? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm going to be sharing so many scriptures with you that if you'll receive it, it'll help you to believe and receive. And all things are possible to him that believes. There is no shortage of power on God's part. The problem is on our part. It takes faith to believe and receive. You have to believe you receive when you pray. You have to believe that when you pray according to His will, which is according to His word, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, then whatsoever we've asked, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. What I'm describing here is completely different than a person out of desperation just cries and says, Oh God, heal me. If it be your will, and they're praying, 
praying in desperation, but they don't believe that they receive. Baba basabira mukwe gairira na kuyaya na ngatete bakirizanti webasa babafuna. They're waiting until the problem is gone before they believe that God has moved. Erabbo balinda kulabange chizibuchi mazo kubula one balioka bakirizanti katonda yakola. God is a spirit. God moves in the spirit realm. Katonda yemoyo eratambulira mu muoyo. Whether you see what God is doing in the spirit realm manifest itself in the physical realm. Obo olaba echo katonda is not dependent upon God, but it's dependent upon whether you can believe. Hebrews 11.1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It didn't say it's the evidence of things that don't exist. They do exist. The spiritual world exists. It's real. God is real. His healing power is real, but it's in spiritual form. And whether it ever gets physical evidence, is dependent upon faith. Faith is what gives substance to hope and evidence to things not seen. And how does faith come? Romans 10, 17, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm telling you, if you can ever make this connection where by faith you believe that you receive when you pray, the moment you do that, the supernatural power of God is released. And so uh, I just got started on this today. I'm going to have to continue it tomorrow. But basically, my first step is in believing for healing is to know that it's God's will. That God doesn't just heal some people. Some religious people will tell you that God wants you to be sick because through your suffering he's making you better. If that was true, Jesus did not represent God properly because he never made anybody sick. He went about, it says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power and with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, 
ngaonya bonna abajogebwanga sitani kubanga katonda yali naye Jesus went around doing good and he healed all all Yesu yagendanga akole ebirungi era yawonya ngabo nabo nabo na that were oppressed of the devil abali bajogebwa sitani notice they were oppressed of the devil not oppressed of god jukiranti bali banyigirizibwa sitani sikatonda notice that it was good to heal all that was oppressed of the devil you got some religious people today wirabanti chali kirungi okuwonya abo bonna abali banyigirizidwa sitani nayenga ate tulinayo banaddini they'll say this sickness is a gift from god ababagamba anti ekirwadde kino kirabo bamukisa kuveri katonda it's actually a blessing in disguise and so they embrace it and say god made me quadriplegic kirabikanti kinekirwadde mukisa God gave me this cancer to humble me and to break me. I'm going I'm out of time today, but I'm going to be showing you that that is not what the Word of God teaches. And if you swallow that lie, well, then there's no way that you can believe that you receive when you pray because maybe God wanted you to be sick. Tewali wongeri gwe jogenda kusaba ofune kyosabira ngo baddokiriza anti ate Yesu yeyakuteka kendwadde. That's not true. If you really believe that God wanted you to be sick, don't take any medicine. Bobaggo kiriza anti katonda yeyakuganya olwale ekitegeza tolina kumira dagala lyonna. Don't go to the doctor and don't try and get well. Togenda na wa musawo era togeza akona kubabulunji. Because if God wants you to be sick, let well then be sick and let what he's wanting to do. Kubanga bwobolo ozanti katonda kwagala kuba mulwadde gwesigala ngoli mulwadde oleke kyayagala okukola kitukirire. Be accomplished in your life. Kiberenga kitukirira mbulamu obo. Of course that's wrong. Mazima dalecho tumanyi chifu. Man we should fight against sickness but it would be consistent if you think God made you this. Tulinate okulwanyisa obulwadde naye ate kyandibadde tekiku made you sick why are you spending all this money and effort trying to get out of God's will that's crazy program gospel truth tukiriza nti oweredwa nnyo mukisa okuyita mukusomesebwa kuno obango yagala tusabeko nawe oboli na ekibuzo chonna oboli no bujulizi kwecho katonda kyakozo okuyita ku program eno tukubireko ku namba za simu zino wa manga 0200 ngambiye eri 0200 oba 0 musanvu musanvu munana atano mutano nkaga mutano nsanvu ngambiye 0 musanvu musanvu munana atano mutano nkaga mutano nsanvu kuloku agala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli twogera omukisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana, ila tuogere okonye zewa, mulinyari ya mukama afe yesu, uwele duanyo omukisa.